Okay. So it's Thursday morning. If you listen to this regularly, you know, 8 a.m. Thursdays, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Nope. Eastern Standard Time. She lived in LA for too long. You get a new episode. So this week is actually with a, a wonderful episode with Latoya Newton, who I love so much. But this is something really fun that happened and I had to share it with you. So I was working with my producer and I have a video monthly newsletter. If you're not on the newsletter, come on, get real. Go to rachelaforce.com. You can sign up for that newsletter. And every month I just send out a, it's, you know, typically about 10 minutes. Uh, It has a Oracle card pull read with it. And I talk about kind of the energies of what's happening for the month. Well, well, we went to record that and mama ended up going a full 21 minutes. It is so raw and where we are. And it just felt so warm that when we finished, I looked at my producer, Caroline, and I was like, I think we have to drop this on the feed for the podcast. I was like, I think everybody needs to hear this. So if you're listening right now and going, wait, there's two new episodes this week. There are. So this is a bonus episode of the Rachel LaFour show. This is forecasting the hashtag vibes for the month of November. And then after you listen to this, you will also have the full uh, episode with the mommy and me intuitive, uh, just healer and practitioner and all of her things. That's Latoya Newton. So you can go on to that episode as well. But for now, please enjoy this bonus episode. Time, weather, and always seeing you here, huh? November 6th. Oh, are we just kicking off November or what? Rachel LaForce, comedian and spiritual speaker, uh, the mystical of all things, the holy misfit, as it were. Uh, Yeah, so I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into it because if you remember from October, uh, even if you didn't get to watch it, whatever your journey was, I (laughs) so naively yet intentionally was like, October is about death. We're letting it go. What are all the things that need to die off? And can I say this work works if you work it because, oh my gosh, November or excuse me, October just I haven't had a month like that, that like internally, like it was a beautiful month. There wasn't anything like in my personal life that was really all that difficult, but we saw everything going on, you know, even by October 7th and the, uh, you know, the terrorist attacks in Israel and now every, you know, subsequently everything that's happening there and just all of the violence, more mass shootings in the United States and just all of these things that, you know, uh, even just like the, the GOP trying to figure out the speaker of the house and like just all of these things that it's like, we're all just, they're the, the representations. And I'm in no way, I want to be very clear, want to make light of any of that that's happening or using it as a teaching tool to service me. I want to be very clear about that. Very, very, very clear. Using them more, not even using them, working with them to showcase that true kind of unearthed energy that is asking for our attention. It's begging us to pay attention to it. All of these things, you know, that we love to put band-aids on and we love to, you know, um, 
we love to say, you know, especially in politics, of like, oh, no, we're fixing it and we're working on it. And it's like, no, they're not. It's just to appease us for another election cycle so that we can all, you know, and it, this isn't about politics, but meaning what are the ways, let's like, let's even just go to out of the macro and into the micro. How do you do that yourself? Every day, oh, we'll do that task later. Oh, I'll call that therapist later. Oh, I'll do that meditation later. Oh, I'll break up with them, you know, after they do a next insane thing. How much do we do that that we ignore the unearthing that is being asked of us to pay attention to? So that was really for me what October was. And I was like, I want to unearth all of these, dare I say, sleeping demons and spooky things and old skeletons and shit that I was like, I don't need this anymore. I don't want to carry it. I don't want it in my body on a cellular level. I am done. It is finished. And what a wild ride as I, I did some somatic healing work and a lot of body work to really like execute all of that out. And I then ended up with a pinched nerve for two weeks because it was like, nay, nay, uh, we do not want to leave your body because again, all of, you know, the things that have made us good or bad when, when it is what we are accustomed to will claw at us to stick around and to stay and, uh, try as it may, mama is quite the wizard and it is finished. It is done. Um, and now comes this new kind of integration period and looking at really this fresh start. Um, and obviously, you know, even like if we go back to like the things on a, you know, on a worldly level of, there's so many more new conversations. There's so many things that we have to look at now. There are so many things that we have to go slow and we have to hear the nuance and, and all of it from all sides. Um, this is just something fun to share. I'm sure I'll make a video about it, but I, um, heard recently that it was, I'm probably going to botch it. Should have looked it up before I started, but you know what I mean? Uh, here we are that, um, empathy is just someone else's, uh, point of view. Like true empathy is being able to acknowledge somebody else's point of view, but it doesn't make it the truth and it doesn't make it reality. It just makes it their point of view. And so as you're in this personal integration process and things come up, having that sense of not empathy for yourself, but that sense of awareness of that everything you, you know, you think you don't have to believe that not everything is reality and not everything is the truth, but what can we do to move through it so that we can begin to diagnose what is our truth? You know, this is really, really the time if you are in the phase where you've been doing the work, maybe you're just joining in the work, totally fine. That's what I love about all of these healing lessons. Gosh, do we need new language for all this stuff? But what I love so much about this is that sure you can look at it of like the healing's never done and it always goes in a circle and healing's not linear. But what I love is there's also predictability in being courageous because sometimes that's what's difficult about this work is we're scared because we don't know what's on the other side. We don't know what it looks like. Oh no, what happens if I let go of these relationships? What happens if I start that business? Well, ha, right? But when it's like, oh, <laughs> this is just like the new thing again, but I've already done this spiral before. There is some um, sense of predictability if we look at it in that way. So I really feel like, you know, November, we have Thanksgiving, the um, seasons are changing, even no matter what hemisphere you're in. We're really in here, you know, in the States, we're walking our way into winter. We're walking our way into this hibernation 
And if you're like me, which is highly ambitious, very creative, where you're like, no, I'm ready to like, I want, you know, I want everybody to see, I want everybody to experience and not from an egotistical standpoint, I want to be clear, but like from, um, as I define it, the Holy spirit within me, I'm, I'm ready for that to, um, take the stage to take the mic, meaning like all of the, we're doing a big rebrand next year on a lot of this stuff. We're expanding, we're doing salons all over the U S I'm going to record my comedy special, all these things. And so of course my instinct is like, well, we'll do it January 1st. We'll do it all on the same day. It'll be great. Right? Like, I'm like, let's just do it now. Otherwise it doesn't matter. And very wisely, I'm like, we're going to walk ourselves through this true integration and allow ourselves to hibernate and be in it and regain all of that energy that we just gave away. I mean, grief, trauma, release, any of those things, even if you're like, oh, I'm in this huge transformation period, Rach, and I'm totally ready to go, the amount of energy that that takes. So now you may have it here. You may know what it is yet, but I just encourage you to take the time and whatever that means to you to know we need this sense of hibernation. Really allow that to just like steep, right? It's like if you're making, uh, you know, a French press coffee or like a really high-end tea and you want it to steep if you're marinating something. You don't do it for five minutes like, oh, okay, well, I guess it's ready. It's like those flavors need time to soak in and to blend and to become aromatic, Right. So it's that same thing. And I think that's really what November is about for us is just November is like me time and not meaning like being selfish or, you know, November has a lot of different events and a lot of things and we have parties and it's going into that type of season. But I think especially as you are creating new language for yourself, habits, ways of being, our instinct is sometimes when people don't understand us is to over explain or to this or to that. And it's me time. You know, it's the, the Mel Robbins of like, eh, let them, you know, of just really allowing yourself to just curl up in that just knowingness of, uh, it's okay. And this is new and I am new and renewed. And I just want to enjoy it for myself because so many of us, with these transformations, it's then that we want to go share it with other people, whether that's through our work, through our art, through our communities, right? And just for a season, just for a month, can you just fully let it be for you? That in time, because time moves on, in time, in a very short amount of time, it will be time to do the next thing. So just for now, allowing it to be your time. Oh, well, that's it. That's, uh, that's it. I didn't think it was going to end on such a, a and scene. Um, but that's it, baby. That's it. Um, but you know, you've heard, I'm going to pull a card for us. I'm going to talk for a minute here while I shuffle these. Um, you know, something, if you've been watching my stories on Instagram or follow me there or even TikTok, um, you know, and I've been talking more about where I struggle is I don't feel like there is a language to communicate these 
spiritual practices, the idea of what I identify as the Holy Spirit, um, the creative spirit, the, um, the connectedness of love. Like, I feel like there's either super like new agey language or there's like religious language or there's like secular memes that you send to your friends, right? There's Taylor Swift. I feel like those are the three, right? Oh, that's the clip. Clip it. Um, and so I'm, I'm really finding that it's like wanting to figure out like, what is my true language? How is the way that I really want to communicate these things uh, and disseminate this information in a way that can reach the folks that it's supposed to reach? Because I find I really, you know, I, I struggle. It's not that I, it's not that I want to shy away from spiritual language, but I think I am interested in reaching a different demographic or finding them in a new way, if that makes sense, or even just offering a new, a new way of looking at these things, of integrating them. Um, you know me where I'm always like, let's bring some levity to this stuff. It's hard work. It's tough. Being alive right now is hard and painful. And so how can we create some levity for these things? Um, just so we can move through them a little bit easier. So if you have uh, done this with me before, you know, I'm going to take a minute. I'm going to, ha ha ha. Um, that's, that's hilarious. I'm just going to use this card. I was going to pull a card and I looked down at what it was. And this is the mirror guardian. Take time to reflect. So as you guys know, if you've seen me pull cards before, um, you know that they just kind of have a way. Um, and so this is, this is perfect. I know you can't fully see, but it's just this beautiful little, little angel gal. And she's looking into a mirror that is a full galaxy. And, um, she's like adorned with all of these like really beautiful kind of moonstones. And, uh, she's wearing a lot of blue, which I love, at least for me, I'm identifying that as you can either look at that as your third eye or your throat chakra. Um, and, you know, so for me, yeah, really taking us of like throat chakra and third eye, because I think a lot of what I want to share through my throat comes from this third eye. So in, in whatever that um, reigns true for you. And I also love, you know, in this mirror and where she is, it's all um, dark. It's all stars. And so again, that idea of going into reflection, of going into hibernation, that it's dark and not dark. There are some stars. So it's not dark, like shadow, like dark night of the soul, but meaning more um, quiet. There's this sense of quiet, of small, of silence, of being that I'm really feeling that we're all called to. And then even in this beautiful mirror, it's really, you know, ornate and beautiful around the sides. And then right in the center, it's just all kind of galaxy. So again, and it says mirror guardian, take time to reflect. So let's see how long mirror mirror on the wall. Oh, there we go. Second page she goes to. Here we go. Okay. So it says mirror guardian, take time to reflect. Take some time to reflect on your strengths and challenges and how far you've come. Recognize your gifts. Recognize your gifts. About angels accept you just the way you are. Oh, that's so beautiful. Angels accept you just the way you are. Even when you're going through a challenging time, they still hold you in the highest esteem. The mirror guardian, a female angel looking into the mirror of your life 
invites you to witness your spiritual strength and beauty to see yourself as angels do. I was not prepared for how moving and beautiful this is. How beautiful. Yeah. So giving you that chance to really like, yeah, to be with yourself and see yourself in that way. And I love it so much of that. It's not about, again, it's that secular that healing is never, is never done. I think, you know, sometimes we struggle with that of, you know, that stay in your own lane or, you know, um, I, in order to be seen, I have to be the best. And, and we do all of this kind of trying to heighten ourselves over other people. And that's such a, an earthly kind of like human thing versus, you know, if we're looking at it through, yeah, through this, these, these lens of an angel, let's say angel lens, right. It's that we are all, we're all doing the work. There is no higher, there is no lower, there is no broken, there is no healed, there's no fixed, there's no finish line. It is simply being able to hold and truly see yourself as to what they see. So that's really beautiful. And then even giving yourself that minute, I think that's something else I love that when we get filled with that, that energy that like, yes, it's ready to go. A lot of times when we go too quickly, we even miss the things like how much is really there. You know, it's like if you're, if you like wake up late and you got to check out of the hotel and like, you just kind of like throw a few things around and leave, you probably like left something in the bathroom shower or you, there was a sock that was in the blankets and you didn't take the time. So it's like, before you get ready to take off, like really taking the time and kind of looking around, um, at this metaphorical hotel room and making sure you have everything you need. Okay. The mirror represents the fact that you are, Ooh. The mirror represents the fact that your core beliefs and ideas are in fact what is reflected back to you by your world. We could teach a course just on that sentence. The mirror represents the fact that your core beliefs and ideas are in fact what is reflected back to you by your world. Your life is one big mirror of how you feel within. Mm. Mm. And the mirror guardian helps you recognize that. So that's something kind of neat. Some of you may do angel healing. Or there's a lot. It's not really anything that I've um, dealt a lot into. Or maybe some of you talk with angels. Um, maybe you have uh, loved ones that are your angels, et cetera. I haven't done a lot of, uh, you know, angel work again, looking for that new language, but I haven't, but I think that's so beautiful of knowing you're working, you're working with the mirror guardian. So your life is one big mirror of how you feel within and the mirror guardian helps you recognize that. So again, this integration, when this card appears, you're being invited to take some time to see where you are right now the extended message. You are a beautiful being who has surmounted so many challenges and expanded in so many ways. Your angels are now guiding you to take inventory of your life, to take the time to note all of your recent experiences, the challenges that you have surmounted, the strengths that you have developed and the lessons that you have learned. Your angels want you to reflect on your strengths in particular those aspects of yourself that you feel have not been acknowledged by others. I'm going to read that again. Your angels want you to reflect on your strengths and in particular, those aspects of yourself that you feel have not been acknowledged by others. 
offer yourself approval where it's due and know that when you give yourself credit, others will be able to as well. Ah, y'all, it's page 111. I mean, I can't make this up. I can't make it up. You know what I mean? Like, why not do it? How exciting and magical, okay? Oh, is she a wizard or what, baby? How cool. I, I, you know, this is, if you've been with me before, you know, this is a newer, uh, deck that I got and it's a little bit more like, um, you know, like the weird girl from like band, you know, who probably like sat in your bus and wore like a lot of like wolf shirts and stuff. You either know her or you were her either way. I'm glad you're here. Okay. Um, but that's what this deck reminded me of. But also looking back, I was like, that girl was a witch in third grade. You know what I mean? She was doing some magical shit in the back of the bus. So I felt very attracted to this one. So I was glad that I pulled it today because I was like, I feel like we're really needing, um, yeah, just really this sense of kind of being guided. And again, that me time of allowing, and I don't know where you are if you're in this place yet, but I'm really feeling that way of like really beginning to learn what is it like to allow yourself to be guided. Like, I think especially I'll leave you with this, that so many of us are ambitious or have families and are high powered or you travel for work or you're onto the next thing. And that's so beautiful, but then we burn out or we give too much of ourselves away too quickly. But when we can allow ourselves to trust that we're being guided, it's like one less thing to worry about, right? It's like the the Steve Jobs, as I stand here in my Steve Jobs uniform, um, or the Elizabeth Holmes of it all, where it was like, you know, high-powered CEOs, they wear the same thing every day because it's one less thing to think about. And I feel that way too of when you can make the time just to tune in and really know where you're at. And allow yourself to be led. That's one less thing you need to do. Who doesn't want one less thing to do? Oh, that's November, baby. Uh, I have some really fun events coming up. If you're in Atlanta and somehow catch this, uh, we have one tonight at 7.30 p.m. If you missed it, no big deal, baby. There will be more. I have another event coming up, a live uh, podcast recording happening in Atlanta. That is November 20th. We also have two events coming up in December. I also have a live comedy show that I'm doing. It's the Off-Duty Moms Comedy Tour happening here in Atlanta, November 18th. All of that will be located in the notes right here of this uh, newsletter. And I'm so excited. Like I said, I'm going to, I'm going to hang out with my mirror angel and I'm going to, she's got beautiful soft hair. She's doing something right. And um, I'm just going to allow myself to like be guided and go slow and like really just like, like just soak up all of the goodness and the things that we have all done through this year. I mean, it's like, gosh, not even think about like the last couple of years, but like, all of the work that we've done together month after month in this space of all of this work, it's a lot and it should be celebrated. And, you know, I think often just like that last thing where it's like, we want others to see us in that way, but it's like, why don't we fully want to be able to see ourselves that way? You know, if you think about it from November Thanksgiving and this bounty, like allow yourself, dare I say, to sit at the cornucopia that is your gifts. 
that's it for me, baby. Uh, I will see you soon. As always, you can reach out Rachel at rachellaforce.com for any of your needs. I've got all sorts of offerings. You go to the work with me page on rachellaforce.com. Please check out the podcast. We've got a big rebrand coming next year. So much more in store. So if you're liking it now, it's only going to get better. Tune out, tune in, and I sincerely love you. And I mean it. Time, weather, and... (laughs) 